0: Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to encourage you to live a bucket list life. So I've had a bucket list for a long time, and I wanted to share with you the story of how this all came about. It was after my mom had passed away, and I could not sleep. It was the, you know night before her birthday, the night of her turning April 2nd, and I was up, just sitting at the kitchen table, sitting where we spent so many years of my life, talking and laughing and planning and sharing, because it was, that's where everything was, was the kitchen, okay, kitchen in my house. Well, I sat there, and I thought about some of the things that she used to tell me and some of the things that i used to always say that i wanted to do but i have never done them and you can use all the excuses in the book no money no resources small town no time well on that day i decided that i needed to write it down Now, this was long before publishing, long before my blogs and my YouTube and being called into, you know, ministry and going back for my doctorate. Like this is way before, okay? (laughs) This is like two years before all of that. And so maybe this was God's way of priming my heart for risk taking and building up courage. So I wrote down a bucket list. And I started to make the list out. And yes, some of them were silly, some of them weren't. Some of them were very serious, like like raise my boys in a Christian home. There was one that I wrote that I wanted to meet Robin Williams, Jack Black, and Steve Martin and Adam Sandler, all in one. <laughs> I've recently added Dr. Seligman on that list. Not in the comedian list, but people that I wanted to meet. And so yes, I did far-reaching people that I wanted to meet on my bucket list. Go to Hawaii and you know, walk across the black sand because we have black sand that my mom brought back. She lived there for three years and told me wonderful stories. And so there's, you know, so many things that I've always wanted to do. Go to Scotland, oh my gosh, and visit castles and spend a night in a castle. And so that was, you know, my bucket list. Sit in a butterfly garden and write poetry. (laughs) That came later. I added that. Still haven't done that one yet. Hopefully I will get to. Because I could go to the botanical garden and do that. I have quite a few of them within a 45-minute drive, so I could do that, but when I started writing them down, I wrote down, you know, I wanted to ride a motorcycle, I wanted to jump out of an airplane, and then I wanted to sing in church. Now, y'all, I'm telling you right now, I don't know where the singing in church came from. Honestly. When I was growing up, I'll never forget my daddy picking at me and saying all that music money that we wasted and it never worked, you know, he would pick and joke and y'all could not sing worth a lick, like seriously, no singing ability whatsoever, no music lessons for my singing. When I was young, I did try to play piano, but when I got to the two hands, I just gave up and I hate that I did. Um, I just couldn't figure it all out. And I gave up too easily. It doesn't sound like me, right? Well, I did back then when I was, you know, seven years old. So, why did I write Sing in Church? Like, honestly, I don't even know why. I didn't even know that it was like a secret desire of mine. Like, where it even originated from. And I wrote it down. Well, then when I was looking at my list, I was like, I can't have church as number three. You know, I can't put, you know, see the sunrise on the beach and and not put, you know, God first or, you know. So I rearranged my bucket list and I put singing church and then I put jump out of an airplane to honor my daddy. My daddy was in the 82nd Airborne. And I wanted to do that for him. So with me putting singing in church, I was like, how am I even going to get this to happen? Like, I love my church people, but I can't sing. And I'm like, but God, I'm trusting that whatever it's on this list, whatever you're doing this, it's going to be okay. Because it somehow has landed itself there. So, I contacted the preacher's wife, and I told her that I would love an opportunity to sing a church. Now, the beautiful thing about my church, yes, I went to a smaller country church. well, it was not really country, right in towns, so if well, I guess it's according to your perspective. Like right now, my church has almost three thousand people in it. that one, you know, a good fifty is a good day, you know. But I love that church. And I love the elders. Oh, my gosh. I just love them to death. Well, I asked her, could I sing in church? And she said, yes. So then I had to figure out, well, what am I going to sing? And I need to practice. And I don't even know how to pra- How do you even practice for a song? So I thought about a song. I'm like, if I'm doing this, Lord, I'm going to honor my mom and daddy. So I picked, I can only imagine. Never knowing that it was going to be a book and a movie, that is just so powerful for me. Like, I would have never known that that was going to happen. I didn't know the backstory of that. I just knew that I loved I Can Only Imagine by Mercy Me. And it was from both my parents. That's what I knew, honestly. That was like the limit of my knowledge about the backstory. Nothing about the backstory about the song. I just loved the lyrics. And it just mattered so much. So I gave it to our sound guy, Mr. Perry, and I got the um, version that had, I went to the gospel music store and I got me one of those karaoke type versions that you can buy there. And I got up there and I sing. I can only imagine. I'm up there singing. I'm singing, y'all. And now I've got people from my family there. And I've got the elders there. And the next thing I know, my voice comes out, and it doesn't sound too bad. I'm singing. (laughs) And then I'm asked to sing again, and I'm asked to sing again, and then I start writing songs, and I wrote a song for an elder who was battling brain cancer. She had such a happy heart, and I wrote a song for her, And I'm just singing. On Resurrection Morn, Jesus rose to set the captives free. If you've never heard that song from the Perry Sisters, that's my kind of song, y'all. That's some country singing gospel music that I love. And Resurrection Morn was one of the songs. And it seemed like I was put on the rotation of people asking me to sing. We have some beautiful singers in our church. Elder ladies that just, and our pastor's wife, just beautiful, beautiful musicians and singers. And I would never say that, you know, I would outshine them. Because when they would be up there, just a lot of the Lord just all over them. just just beautiful. I can close my eyes and just imagine it all. But I can't close my eyes right now because I'm driving. Um, But I could just imagine it all happening right before me again. Like I'm sitting there listening to the music. And music changed me somehow. Like, not only did I feel like, okay, I'm developing and I can sing, but I was writing. I was writing poetry. I was writing Christian songs left and right. And that's where all of it started, Before my bucket list, I was not writing poetry or songs, and it was only until after that moment when I wrote down that list that I felt like a gift had been given to me by the Lord for me to be able to express myself in that way. So, no, I don't believe it was an accident. I believe that it was because I rearranged my list. Don't even know how the singing in church got on there, y'all. Really. I must have been in spirit when I was writing that stuff because I would have Me, as shy as I am too, as introverted as I am, to write down that I'm going to stand up in front of one person and sing, much less 50. And I'll never forget the people that were closest to me. You sing? Why would you have put that? They've never even heard me sing. No, Nobody. So that just gives you kind of an understanding of how, you know, the spirit can take over in people's lives. And totally just transform them. And a gift of singing and words... You know, that happened to me. Now, I've been wanting to write novels and stories since I was definitely, I can remember eighth grade being a pivotal year for me when my mama got me that brother typewriter for a graduation gift because I love to write so much. So I know that. I can't remember much prior to that of me writing, but it was years and years, no poetry, no songs until that bucket list. And I love my bucket list. I've got the picture of me the day I did my first challenge. So I have the date, a picture of the day that I sang, and I'll keep that forever. And I've done quite a few bucket list items. Went on a cruise. Me and the boys went to Puerto Rico. Can you believe it? I just got them together, me and them. And we just took off with my friend. And it was amazing. Had the best time. Spent my taxi check money down. (laughs) But hey, we got us a bucket list down. Went to the mountains. I got to tour waterfalls. Would have never done any of that. I really believe that that was instrumental in me living life more fully. And it wasn't just about the places that I was going. It was the memories that I was making. And the risks that I was taking to get out of my small little space and just experience. So I wanted to share that with you. I know I've talked with you before about me writing songs and you might not have known that I was, you know, a singer too, but I I was feeling very peaceful last night when I was making my jewelry up at my work desk. Yes, I have a work desk. I have me a little office, and I'm at my little work desk, and I'm making the jewelry, and I've got Carrie Job, I've got Randy ja- um Randy Travis playing. I love the old Randy Travis hymns. I'm listening to them. I'm listening to Selah. And I've just got a, I've got blessings. And I'm just listening, listening to music and singing away. Next thing I know, an hour went by, I had two necklaces made. And I had sang my little heart out and nobody in the house heard it. Which was also good for me because sometimes I feel intimidated when I do try to sing Um, in front of the family, like they'll come in and say, what are you doing, woman? (laughs) But I just challenge you today to get out a sheet of paper, get the note section up on your phone, get you a Google Doc, whatever you want to write on, and create a bucket list. You don't have to have bunches of items on there. You don't have to have like 60-some items like what I have on my bucket list, Creating one, start one today. And when you cross off that first challenge, take a picture, document it, date it. If you want to journal around it, if you want to blog about it, that would be a great blog. Your Adventures of Bucket List challenges. If you want to write poetry or songs or a short story about it or nonfiction. Go right on ahead. There's so many things that you could do with it. One day I'm going to tell you the story about me jumping out of the airplane. I think you guys will find that very funny. Or I might share that one with you on another day. So, have joy, guys. Write things that you've always wanted to do and write things that would bring you joy. I dare you.